All right, what is up, you guys? It's your boy, Alex Tyler Myers, back with another episode of the ATM Podcast. I hope you're all doing well in these trying times. Uh, people not getting their tax refunds and everyone waiting eerily on that stimulus check. And I feel you. I feel you. I'm waiting, too. But, uh, yeah, I hope you're all doing well. We got some uh, we got some real topics to talk about today. Uh, not as lackluster as the uh, the last episode, even though the last episode pissed some people off. Y'all were triggered. Y'all were really mad. It's crazy. People get so upset just for just for speaking the truth, especially with the David Dobrik thing. All I said was that the man needed to apologize. Is that too crazy to say? I don't think it is. I mean, even as just a friend, like, just apologize to him. You know what I mean? I'm not calling David Dobrik a rapist or anything crazy like that. I just, I think he could at least just have the common decency to apologize when Seth feels some sort of way about it. I don't want to get too into it, but it's just crazy. People are getting so mad about, you know, me giving my opinion about someone who apparently can't keep his tongue in his mouth or stop smiling while he talks or and fakes his makes his friends fake laugh for his vlogs. That's crazy. They're, people are so mad. And the Chris Leah thing, too. And the Chris Leah thing is like, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. I think Chris Leah is hilarious, but... I'm here to speak the truth. I'm here to give my opinion and not be biased. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you if you want someone to just tell you what you want to hear, that he's not guilty and, and all that, you need to go watch another podcast. So that's not what I'm here for. But anyways, let's get into today's podcast. <sighs> Life updates. What do I got? What do I got? I had a Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about today, I guess, but. Can I just say that the hype, is, it did not live up to the hype. I got a plain original chicken sandwich from Popeye's, and I will tell you, if we were to do a tier list right now, KFC's chicken sandwich is S tier, for sure. And Popeye's is probably D, maybe C. Maybe C. Maybe because, I don't know, maybe it's because I get it plain. But whatever. We're not going to spend too much time talking about chicken sandwiches, all right? What else we got? Uh, I said on the first podcast that I quit drinking soda. Well, said that I was. How do I word it? I'm, I'm cutting back on soda severely, and I've only had a few since then, and it feels good. I know if I try to like make a big deal out of it and quit drinking soda completely, I'm just gonna want soda all the time. You know what I mean? So. That approach just isn't going to work for me. Give me a second. I'm going to fix this mic. It's like in my face. Uh, so, yeah. That's uh, what else we got. It's crazy how the life updates are like the <laughs> uh, like the least amount of content. Pleasant high. Ooh, I got, I got something. Give me just a second. All right, so for the audio listeners, I do apologize because the video listeners are getting an exclusive sneak peek. Check this out. Boom. Look at that. That is the very first Pleasant High Letterman jacket right there, man. Clean, isn't it? I wore it out to the bar last night. People were like, why is he wearing a Letterman jacket? But whatever. They don't, they don't get the movement. Give me just a second.
So yeah, there it is. The very first uh, Pleasant High Letterman jacket. Those are not for sale or anything. Maybe eventually. Maybe eventually we can make it into like merch or something. But as of right now, that's actually just a movie prop. Well, not really a movie prop because it's mine. And my character won't be wearing it in the show. But uh, I have three more for some of the actors that will be wearing it. So pretty cool stuff. I guess Pleasant High falls under life updates. So, uh, yeah, we're getting there, man. We're getting there. We got, uh, we got Aaron and Shatera who play, um, Elizabeth and Jade working on the music. I was talking to them earlier today. We got, uh, I'm about to sit down and start making the shooting schedule and that's when shit is going to get real. That's crazy, man. It's like, I feel like, uh, you know, we've been building this thing up for so long that I feel like a lot of people, including myself, just thought it wasn't ever going to happen. Thankfully, uh, due to the amazing cast and crew willing to work for free for the time being. Um, yeah, we can start shooting in July. And I can't wait. I'm nervous, but I can't wait. So, yeah, man. What topics do we got today? I, I uh, When I watched the last episode back, I realized that the uh, film category was very lackluster. Uh, definitely should have thought that through. The only thing I had to talk about was that I saw the trailer for, uh, um, what was it? Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think it's called, the new Captain America movie, uh, which is dope. It looks good, but it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't a very hot topic. So I figured whenever there's not like a new movie or something coming out, that instead of just talking about that stuff for the film segment, maybe I could uh, recommend to you guys some of my favorites. They could be old classics. They could be series, documentaries. I actually have sort of like one for each genre or category that I'm going to recommend to you guys. Uh, just some of my personal favorites. You know, maybe they didn't get the best, I don't know, ratings on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, but I don't give a fuck. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't know everything. I looked on Rotten Tomatoes today, and they gave Garfield a 15%. The live-action Garfield with, with Bill Murray. We were just watching that earlier today with the, with the baby. So I knew it got bad reviews, but 15% on Rotten Tomatoes? That's fucking nuts. That's crazy. But some of my favorite movies have like the worst ratings on, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. But whatever. What do we got to talk about? For current events, we do got a few things, a few... Uh, heated topics that I'm going to get pretty pissed off about. So if you're triggered by, uh, you know, cancel culture or anything like that, then maybe skip through that part. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What else? What else do we got to talk about with life updates? There's not a whole lot. The baby's getting bigger. Uh, it's starting to say words, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Uh, he, he sort of says like, bye slash hi and i love you in the same sentence which is pretty cool uh he'll sit there and wave his hand like this it used to be like this like a little clap now it's like a little little wrist rotation uh yeah so yeah he's the best uh what else do we got to talk about not a whole lot man not a whole lot I'm just really excited for Pleasant High. If you can, and, uh, couldn't figure it out by the, the dopest hat in the game that I got on. So, yeah, I don't want to rush through this because, I don't know, I feel like when we get into the topics, I don't want to rush through. Like, 
I want this podcast to go to like an hour, roughly. But uh, yeah, back to back to working out pretty normally. Uh, I'm trying not to skip days too much. I had to make some uh, home improvements, I guess, to the gym. Gym improvements? I don't know. I had some stuff sort of fall apart on me, and I had to go fix it. But that's all right. Um. I don't know, man. I've just been trying to get everything situated, working my ass off on this podcast, on the Pleasant High stuff. Uh, I do want to say that I've been working on Pleasant High for, I've been writing it since 2018, mid-2018. You know, casting, and uh, we shot a trailer, and, you know, sort of building uh, a family with all the cast and crew and everything. And I've been so focused on that that I haven't really been doing anything else acting-wise. I need to get back into it. Like, while Pleasant High is sort of forming in the background, I definitely need to start doing other projects um i don't i don't know it's almost like i don't have it in me right now while i'm focused on pleasant high to like audition for anything uh but i need to get over that i definitely need to get over that i have some other ideas for like uh self self filmed short films like stuff that i could do completely on my own which i guess is a pretty hot thing with the pandemic and everything people just stay at home and make films which is dope you know, they're not letting anything hold them back. Uh, recommendation for that, maybe if you check out Film Riot, there's a guy who, uh, I forget the name of the video, but it's like uh, how to make a, let me look it up real quick. Sorry, I didn't want to, I don't want to keep doing that. So I, I know I did that a lot in the first episode. I don't want to keep doing that. But let me see if I can find just the title in case all you independent filmmakers out there want to check it out. Uh, something along the lines of how to make a short film by yourself or pretty new it didn't come out that long ago this is on film riot on youtube i don't want to get any dead air so i'm just going to keep talking while i look for it hopefully i don't look over it um six months ago i feel like they post more than that i don't know gotta be in here somewhere come on come on there's the stay-at-home two challenge winners. That's not what I want. Where's the at? It's like every I'm, I promise you, man. Every time I'm looking for something, I can't find it. And then if I don't want to watch it, it's right there. And, of course, I went right over it. Yay. Self-film. Uh, there it is. It's called Making a Short Film Alone. So it's basically about a guy who, he did everything. He was the actor, he was the cinematographer, director, writer, all that stuff. He, he shot everything by himself. And it, I believe it, he made a short film centered around the pandemic. Uh, but I could be wrong about that. I don't, I don't even know if I actually watched the short film. I just watched sort of the documentary on the, uh, that Film Riot did for it. But yeah, man, definitely check that out. I watched Film Riot for basically everything that I, that I learned about. excuse me, that I learned about filmmaking. So definitely uh, check them out. They're awesome. All right, but let's get into it, man. So the first segment, we'll go with the the film and television segment. So I have a few things here that I just want to recommend to you guys if you haven't seen them already. The first movie is dope. Speaking of independent filmmaking, 
This is an independent movie. It actually has ASAP Rocky in it, one of his first big uh, acting roles. He did a pretty good job. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say he's phenomenal in it, but it was his first big thing, you know? I love ASAP Rocky. I'm a huge fan. Not so much any like like now because he hasn't really put out anything crazy. I remember he got arrested for like he got arrested for like he was defending himself uh, not too long ago. It's so ridiculous. People were tweeting like hashtag free ASAP Rocky and stuff. It sucks, man. But uh, yeah, dope. Uh, it's about it's about three kids, three high schoolers, their seniors in Inglewood. California, which is a pretty, uh, I don't want to be judgmental. I've, I've been around there. I've been, but I never actually went to Inglewood, but it's pretty, it's pretty notorious for being a, you know, pretty dangerous area. It's right by Compton. Um, again, I don't want to make any assumptions. I've never actually been there, but, uh, just based off stories, especially if you watch this movie, uh, they, they make it pretty blatant, but it's a, yeah, it's about three, seniors in high school that are nerds basically they're into a bunch of like 90s stuff like 90s music 90s style 90s everything and uh, they basically get caught up they are in possession of drugs and a gun it's this whole story about what, what to do with it and how to protect themselves it's like a really uh dangerous guy i guess that they're dealing with is a good way to put it definitely check that out it's a really good movie and yeah, ASAP Rocky's in it, so check it out regardless. Dope is what it's called. Next one on the list is Foxcatcher. It's a dark movie. It is based on a true story about Mark and Dave Schultz, uh, two Olympic uh, gold-winning wrestlers, I, I think is the way to put it. Uh, really tragic story. I don't. It's not. It's not really a spoiler. Because if you Google it, they're going to tell you what happened. But I'm not going to say anything just in case you guys want to watch it, um, you know, for the first time for yourselves and not have any spoilers. But very good movie. Uh, actually has Channing Tatum and Mark Ruffalo in it and uh, Steve Carroll from The Office. And Steve Carroll's phenomenal in that movie. Channing Tatum was good in it, too. So was Mark Ruffalo. They all did a great job. But Steve Carroll, he's known for being comedic and everything so he he really shined in that movie he played a very evil man named john dupont did a really horrible thing uh, so definitely check that out especially if you're into like mma or any of that stuff definitely check that out um mark schultz mark, yeah yeah it was mark schultz he uh was in one of the very early ufc fights he only had one fight but yeah he fought gary goodrich not a not the best fight, but it's like historical because it was like his one fight, and he's the fox catcher guy. So yeah, definitely check that out, fox catcher. What else do we got? Next on the list is a documentary for the '90s kids out there. Holla at your boy, uh, the boy band Con, the Lou Pearlman story. For those of you that that uh, that don't know or aren't familiar with Lou Pearlman, he is sort of the founder of the big boy band era. Backstreet Boys, Instinct, those type of things. So uh, it's basically he's passed away since, and that's not a spoiler. He, you know, you can do if you look up Lou Pearlman, it's going to say that he passed away. Um, he passed away in 2016. He, where was I going with this? Damn it, I lost my thought. Um, but yeah, like I said, he was the founder of like the big boy bands, 
the notorious ones and he was a very I don't want to say anything mean about him because he passed away and that's I don't like when people do that like the Michael Jackson thing I understand how the Michael Jackson uh, issues could could look pretty bad for him but still he he's not here anymore you know what I mean there's no reason to keep shitting on him so yeah I don't want to say too much about it but it's definitely like a it's it's a documentary excuse me it's a documentary surrounding the uh the boy band era and it's really really well done it's uh i believe it's a youtube original so i think you have to have youtube premium to watch it but definitely worth it and i mean you should have youtube premium anyway guys come on you know who wants to keep their phone open while they're trying to listen to songs or the atm podcast no one definitely check that out it's really really good film especially if you're from if you grew up in the 90s or like myself you were born in the 90s i was obsessed with boy bands uh you know the hair down the middle and all that stuff i had all that stuff uh so yeah definitely check that out that is the boy band con the lou perlman story and then of course if you're watching the video you see the dylan panther shirt i gotta recommend one of my favorite series of all time friday night lights that's just like a default recommendation. I'm not even going to get into it. I've seen the series. I've seen season one through three at least three times each. Uh, season four and five aren't the best. I'll just be completely honest. They sort of uh, die down as you lose a lot of the main characters. But, I mean, it's a classic. Come on, man. Friday Night Lights the series, by the way. You know, I'm rocking the number 33. Let's see if you guys can see it real quick. Yeah, there we go. Dylan Panthers, number 33, Tim Riggins, my boy. Um, What else we got? Oh, sorry. Last one was Friday Night Lights, the series. And last but certainly not least, a series on Apple TV, actually, which if you don't know, Apple TV, I don't know if this goes for everyone, but when I first started, I got like a year for free. And then... It's only like five bucks for a year after that free year. So it's like, come on, man. Even if you want to just have it for a year and then cancel it, it's a pretty damn good deal. They don't have a whole lot of stuff on there, but definitely check out Defending Jacob. It stars uh, Chris Evans. One of the kids from It. I cannot remember his name. Let me look. Sorry. I did not want to do this. I thought I had everything <laughs> mapped out for this episode, but. Things are off the top of the dome. Sometimes you can't really help it. Chris Evans, uh, Jaden Martell from It, uh, and Michelle Dockery, and uh, J.K. Simmons. Where's that at? They don't have him as the top cast. That's pretty fucked up. That dude's he's a legend, man. Yeah, J.K. Simmons is uh, is in it as well. Really, really, really good show about. Uh, Basically, there is a murder of a high school student. I think it was. Maybe junior high. Uh, and basically, they think that this kid, Jacob, did it. And, of course, his parents are, like, uh, defending him. Chris Evans plays his, his dad. And he is the... He's the attorney. I don't remember. I don't... Come on, man. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know this stuff. Um... Yeah, he he's a uh, let me I'm sorry guys. I got to look. Otherwise it's just going to piss me off if I don't know. 
So let me just look real quick. I know it's uh, it's like the. Hold on, I'm I'm not even gonna say anything. So I'm just gonna sound dumb. So let me just look. Defending Jacob. Yes. And I always have it on the tip of my tongue too. I don't even if, I don't even know if it's gonna tell me right here. But uh, I can at least look. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, so he he's an attorney. We'll just say that. He's an attorney. Damn it. Okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, but yeah, so obviously he doesn't think his son did it. But then there's, there's like, oh my gosh, this, this series, man. It's like one second you think he did it. The next you don't. And then the next you're like, oh, maybe, but I don't know. It's so good, man. You guys got to watch it. It's very underrated, too. I don't know what their views are. And I'm not going to look because I'm sick of getting on my phone. <laughs> but definitely check out Defending Jacob, man. So good. It's good to see Chris Evans play. Uh, wow. Second episode in and we're talking about Chris Evans. I talked about Chris Evans on both these episodes already. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm a stand, but it's cool to see him play someone other than Captain America. I've seen him in a couple other movies too, but I don't remember the names of them. So... There you go, man. Defending Jacob on uh, Apple TV. Where are we at? We've got a few more minutes here. Then we are going to go take a small break. But I guess we will get into... That's all I have for uh, the film segment, the suggestions. Uh, just a little quick topic that we hear. I recently purchased a flex belt. A flex belt is for the people that are too lazy to do ab exercises like myself. I like working out, man. I like uh, I like hitting everything about except legs. I still hit legs, but I don't like to. Um, and I don't like to hit abs either. Those are two things, legs and abs. Everything else I'm fine with. Shoulders, back, biceps, arms, whatever. Chest especially. I love hitting chest. But uh, for those of you that, like myself, are too lazy to do ab exercises, uh, I recently purchased a flex belt. It's basically an ab stimulator. It has like pulses and you can go from level zero to like 150, I think it is. And uh, I've been wearing it the last couple of days. I don't know how well it's gonna work. Obviously, uh, if you know anything about fitness, um, you need to lose the excess fat, the layer of fat that's on top of your abs before anything. It doesn't matter if you wear a flex belt 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's not going to help if you have a layer of fat over your abs. But I'm thinking by the time that I'm ready to cut and get ready for Pleasant High, because your boy got some fight scenes. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking hopefully hopefully the flex belt will help, because I'm not trying to do any, ex any ab exercises. Um, but, I, but I don't know. It's usually after I do ab exercises, I'm sore for the time after that. With this, it... It feels good while it's on. I feel like I'm getting a real contraction there, but uh, you know, when I take it off, it's like sort of just back to normal. I don't have any soreness or anything. I don't know if that's normal. Maybe I should do some more research, but nevertheless, I like wearing it. It's pretty cool. It feels like uh, feels like a real ab exercise. It's sort of like vibrations, and they get you get real tight. I took some videos on uh, on my phone while I was wearing it. And it definitely contracts your abs. So 
I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it, and maybe my maybe I just went too hard on abs when I was actually hitting them and doing the ab circuits. But yeah, I bought a flex belt, <laughs> and they're not cheap. I'll be completely honest, and obviously they're not sponsoring this podcast, so unfortunately I don't have like a promo code for you guys. I'm not that big of a deal. Uh, that's just the honest truth. You know, we speak the truth on this podcast. We're two episodes in. You should know that by now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, uh, maybe I'll do some like updates. Maybe it's not going to be for a while, but once I start cutting weight and try to get into tip top shape, come the end of July, when we start shooting, maybe I'll have some updates for you guys about the flex belt. But as of right now, I mean, it's cool. It's, uh, like I said, I don't really know necessarily if it's working or not. Hopefully it is. Otherwise I'm just wasting my time. I remember I was, I was, I was using it. And I was like, oh, this is nothing. I'll just lay down and get a little ab workout. Uh, come to find out, it doesn't work as well when you lay down. I know it's sort of weird, but I had it on level like 75. And I was like, oh, this ain't that bad or whatever. My girlfriend called me and asked me to run or something out to the car. And as soon as I got up, the contraction started. And it was like, it almost like doubled in uh, like the strength, I guess. <laughs> so I immediately was like, oh, I had to turn it down real quick. But yeah, I mean, so far, so good. It's not, I don't regret the investment at all. So I guess we'll just wait and see. Where are we at? 25 minutes. See if there's anything we can talk about before we go on break. I already talked about the Letterman jacket. Hope you guys dig it. Maybe let me know if you guys are interested in buying those. Maybe we can figure out a way to make them into merch for actual sales. But I sort of like... Loki, I sort of uh, handmade them. I, uh, I ordered the jackets off of Amazon. And so, to my surprise, they fit really well. I put it on for the first time out of the box. And it was sort of like that for all you old heads out there. It's like that scene in Like Mike. When he puts the shoes on for the first time, he's like, oh, perfect fit. Uh, yeah, I was like that. It fit really well. And then uh, I already had the Chanel, the big varsity letters. They had came in the mail a few days before that. So went ahead and put them on. I actually had to paint over the fabric because when I put them on with the the heat, it like uh, it left like burn marks on it. So I had to use some fabric paint, paint not paint. But it turned out pretty well. I like them. I, like I said, I wore it out to the bar. All my friends were uh, saying nice things about it. So, yeah, you know, they're pretty solid. If I do sell them, they're they're not going to be cheap. <laughs> I'll just be completely honest. They're not super cheap to make either. But uh, we needed them. We needed to look legit. And my character doesn't even wear one. I just wanted to have one, you know, feel like I deserve it maybe. Uh, so yeah, man, I'm trying to think of what else we might be able to talk about before we go on break. I have a few current events that I want to talk about, but I don't want to talk about them until I come back from the break, uh, because they're pretty heavy. Uh, like I said, I'm probably going to get a little heated about some of them, but that's okay. Well, that's all right. We're going to, we're going to take a break a little bit early. We're at just about 28 minutes. So I will see you guys here in a bit. Thanks, guys. 
all right what is up y'all we are back uh back from the break i notice every time i take a break i always come back with a jacket on which sucks i want to flaunt this this fresh ass uh dylan panthers shirt yeah i really like the shirt i don't get to wear it that much but we're not gonna talk about that sorry so let's get into current events shall we actually first before i do that if y'all don't mind, I'm going to plug the Pleasant High Instagram account at Pleasant High 2020, I believe it is. Uh, I posted this picture yesterday. Go and check that out real quick. Yeah, fire pick. So yeah, go check out the Pleasant High Instagram at Pleasant High 2020. Give us a follow. Show us some love. But yeah, let's get into current events. And today I'm. Just, uh, Another warning for you guys, it is heavy. There's some really triggering current events right now. I'll just say that right now. The first one is a little uh, a little lighter, I guess. Um, it is, for those of you don't, that don't know, there's this guy named Andrew Callahan. He is the creator of All Gas, No Breaks, which is like a really funny, like a sort of almost like comedic documentary series, I guess you could say. He goes around like uh, uh, interviewing people. I say people like that because they're, they're characters. They're real funny. Uh, it's just really raw moments, and it's super funny. The editing is hilarious. And uh, he uploaded a picture to his Instagram today. Now, keep in mind, he's been going as the, uh, the pen name, I guess, All Gas, No Breaks from the beginning of his career i believe he started he wrote a book called all gas no breaks and that's sort of been like his thing and he recently posted a picture to instagram let me see if i can pull that up real quick i know i just followed him earlier i should have been followed him i should have followed him way before this but that's all right so he posted a couple of pictures that say, I am no longer set associated with all gas, no breaks. I no longer receive any of the Patreon crowdfunding, YouTube monetization, or any other show income. Nick and Evan, who lived in the RV with me, for those who don't know, they traveled in an RV from place to place, and that was like their thing, uh, and created the original show material, are also no longer involved. We have no control over the accounts or future of the show. When I was 20, I wrote a book called All Gas, No Breaks about hitchhiking around America as a teenager. He explained it way better than I did. <laughs> At 21, I pitched the idea for a video-based road show to a production company who loaned me an RV to make videos and explore America with my best friends. Sounds pretty good, right? I was ecstatic, so I signed an employment contract without reading it. Pretty common issue when it comes to contracts. You've got to be, you got to be very, very careful. It says in bold, lesson learned. Thank you all for supporting me these past years. It's been the time of my life. I can't wait to show you guys what I'm doing next. I would like to know what that is, man. Uh, this is not the end. It's only the beginning to a bright, independent future for the team. I love y'all, Andrew. So that's a message from Andrew Callahan of, well, used to be of All Gas, No Breaks. And uh, that's pretty heartbreaking news, man. He he uh, created this thing, you know, from the beginning. It sucks. He's sort of having his whole identity taken from him. That just sucks. I don't know if uh, if you watch All Gas No Breaks on Patreon or YouTube, definitely 
I mean, I would recommend uh, unsubscribing because he is no longer getting any of that cut. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, which I very well could be, uh, I think they were taking like 90% of the cut, man, the production company. And that just goes to show you, man, these, uh, there are some money-hungry-ass people out there. I'm really excited to see what he'll do next. I don't believe... So he uh, was in the process of making a movie, I believe, with Tim and Eric from... They do a lot of the Adult Swim stuff, which is like the perfect platform for him and his content. Sorry, I keep... I keep slurping. I, I had uh, some chocolate milk earlier. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, it's like a perfect place for his content. Tim and Eric are the founders of Absolutely, I do believe, Abso. And uh, they were working on a big project. I don't believe it was Tim and Eric that screwed him over. I think it was the company that he signed with before he started uh, creating with them. But man, it just sucks. Like He, he creates some of the funniest stuff. And definitely maybe try to go check out his old videos, but I would not recommend supporting the all gas no breaks anymore because the main people even his two friends that help behind the scenes and everything aren't associated with them so they're not going to get a cut they're not going to be compensated for all the work that they did they they're not going to be compensated for the all gas no breaks uh you know name if that makes sense so that really sucks i hope everything works out for him super funny uh i sort of discovered him on the h3 podcast I believe he has his own podcast now, too, where he interviewed Ethan and Hila from the H3 podcast. But I hope all works out for him. He's awesome. I'm a huge fan. <sighs> yeah, sort of depressing. It sucks that we, we're we going to have to see him go on as something other than All Gas, No Breaks. That's sort of been his whole thing since he started. But I'm sure whatever he does next will be just as great. That kind of talent. You're not going to... Just be able to, to steal it from someone. This production company is not going to be able to steal his uh, persona, I guess you could say. But hopefully it all works out, man. What do we got next? Get into the heavy stuff, shall we? The weekend, boycotting the Grammys. I'm just going to start this segment by saying that I'm not a huge fan of The Weeknd. I definitely don't hate his music. He's got a lot of songs. I know the... Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but I only call you when it's high. You guys just got to hear me sing for a second. That's embarrassing. But uh, that song, y'all know what I'm talking about. I think it's called Hills. It might be called Hills. Whatever the song was, I remember a lot of people did a lot of remixes to it and stuff, and Eminem's was by far the best. I love Eminem's uh, version. Let me just check and see if that's what it's called. I don't want to keep doing this. I don't want to keep back checking because I feel like it puts a halt on the podcast and there's a lot of dead air, dead air and everything. But let's just take a second. The weekend. Uh, it's called. I think it's called Hill. Star Starboys isn't a bad song either. Yeah, it's called Hills. You guys know what song I'm talking about. I'm just my OCD. I just have to double check these things, you know. But uh, the weekend is boycotting the Grammys for being the Grammys. Let's just put it like that. He is boycotting the Grammys for being the Grammys. And what I mean by that is the Grammys has always done this. They've always fucked over the the best, like uh, the most successful artists of that of that year leading up to to the award show. They always did that. I don't know I don't know why he's so surprised. Like you you know, Eminem had his whole run back in the day. 
and he was he was at the top and they always gave it to the person that no one ever heard of same thing with 50 cent i believe it was his debut album that had like record-breaking numbers and he didn't want to grab me for that you know tyler the creator even was like i'm not gonna go on with that story with the tyler creator thing so i don't know that could have been something else that could have been like mtv but nevertheless the Grammys has always done that. It it's not surprising at all. I think Joyner Lucas has been fucked over by the Grammys, and that's just undeniable. Like, come on, it's Joyner Lucas, man, one of the greatest of all time. Uh, like I said, I'm not not a huge Weekend fan. I I like him more than like uh, Machine Gun Kelly. If Machine Gun Kelly t- comes on the radio, I literally switch it as fast as possible and. I'm like pissed off for like ten minutes following. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he doesn't even make rap music anymore. That's not, that's not a bad thing to say, right? Probably get some hate for that, but who gives a fuck? Yeah, uh, the weekend. He's got some good songs. Uh, I just, I'm not like a huge fan. I have a buddy that's a huge fan, but you know, he's sort of one of those people that I'm like just neither here nor there with. I don't want to say indifferent because I feel like indifferent means that like. You don't care about the the person or their music, but I have a little bit of an opinion on it. Like I said, he's got some decent songs, but it's just so confusing to me why he's getting so upset and seems almost like discouraged from the Grammys literally just being the Grammys. They've always done this. I don't I don't know, <laughs> you know, but I guess I don't blame him. Like uh, Eminem even said he's not going to the Grammys anymore. There's no fucking point. They always go with the person that no one's ever heard of. And I'm sure that's not unanimous. I'm sure some people, some really talented people, really, uh, you know, top-level people have won Grammys. But for the most part, the person who deserves it never usually gets it. So I think I, I think Ariana Grande has been snuffed by the Grammys. I could be wrong about that. But, yeah, that's all I have to really say is, like, it's the Grammys, man. I don't know why you're surprised. It's the Grammys. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll just leave that there. Next topic, and this is about to get heated. It's about to get heated. I'm going to leave my jacket on for a minute. But it might come off. It might come off. Eminem is... Uh, People are attempting to cancel Eminem again for being Eminem, but this is a little bit different. Uh, it's a little bit on like sort of like an ex post facto basis. Is that, that the word for it? Where like something happened a long time ago and people are bringing it up. Pretty much cancel culture. It's just ridiculous, man. You hear all the time with Eminem's new albums. You're like, everybody says, oh, we want the old Eminem back. Why can't he be like the vintage Eminem? And here's the answer. Because you won't let him. Cancel culture is a way to protect your sensitive ass hearts. Eminem has never, you know, before this whole cancel culture outrage universe, Eminem didn't care what people thought. So he said what he what he wanted to say, whether it was funny, whether it was uh, offensive. He didn't he didn't care, and that's why people listened to him. Uh, I remember he. It's about to get graphic, so maybe uh, <laughs> maybe skip forward a little bit, but. And one of his songs called I'm Back, he said, he was talking about Jennifer Lopez, and he said, I don't give a fuck if this chick was my own mother, I'd still fuck her with no rubber and come inside her and have a son and a new brother at the same time and just say that it ain't mine. Uh, 
Like, come on. And now you guys are trying to cancel him for a song that supposedly is glorifying domestic violence, which, by the way, doesn't even make a whole lot of sense. Oh, the jacket's coming off. Sorry. It's that time. I'm getting heated. <laughs> Not really. Um, but yeah, I didn't see Love the Way You Lie like that at all. I thought, if anything, it was bringing awareness to domestic violence and anger issues uh, between people in relationships. I don't, let's just say if you were to take all of Eminem's songs and talk about what was the most offensive ones, Love the Way You Lie is not going to be at the top of the list. I hate to tell you. There are so many songs that are like levels beyond that. And the reason why is because cancel culture didn't exist when he was making those songs. Come on, man. He had a song called Kill You. That's domestic violence. You know what I mean? It's it's just crazy, man. Really crazy. Like 97 Bonnie and Clyde is about a song literally about him and his daughter killing his baby mama and you know, and just like uh, riding off in the sunset together. And I think it's a bunch of TikTokers trying to cancel him. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but as far as TikTok goes, here's some advice for y'all. Shut the fuck up and do your damn dance moves and don't don't ever try to cancel Eminem. Come on, man. Get real. No one's even listening to you, motherfuckers. You just sit there and do cringy-ass dance moves and bite your lip. Sorry. It, sorry. It got a little heated. I'm not going to lie. It's just like, if you're going to try to cancel Eminem, pick a better song. Because Love the Way You Lie is not going to be the song to cancel Eminem. If anything, cancel it because it had Megan Fox in it and she's dating Machine Gun Kelly. There's a reason to cancel it. Sorry. Sorry. Damn, I'm trying to I'm trying to make some enemies right now. <laughs> oh, fuck. I shouldn't have said that. Sorry. You guys are welcome to have your own opinions about music. I think Machine Gun Kelly sucks and he's cringy. Uh, maybe, maybe Machine Gun Kelly should get TikTok. Damn, I'm just speaking out loud. Sorry, guys. You guys tuned in to the ATM podcast, all right? This is what we do here. I like this, though. This is good. This is unfiltered. I'm welcome to have my own opinion, and y'all are welcome to disagree with me. But as far as trying to cancel Eminem for Love the Way You Lie, of all songs, that's just insane, man. That's just insane. Eminem's the GOAT, period. All right, let's move on before I start hurting other people's feelings, man. I didn't mean to do it. Low-key, I did, but whatever. So, the last topic on the list, certainly not least, is Chris D'Elia is back. I talked about Chris D'Elia on the, the last episode about the uh, the allegations, which, by the way, I just want to point out that I did not say he was guilty of anything. I noticed a lot of backlash on the, the highlight for when I talked about Chris D'Elia on the first episode. And I'm not saying he did anything legal. I said I was confused by the fact that in Connecticut, the age of consent is 16. And he had sexual relationships with someone who was 17 and had lewd photos of them in his phone. So I didn't know if that technically made it child pornography or not. If he crosses into another state where the legal age of consent is 18 does that make it child pornography i don't know i don't know all i said was that hopefully it's not child pornography because you know i like chris leah man and i want him 
to be at the top of his game like he was. Um, so I just wanted to point that out. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people took that the wrong way. Um, I love Chris Lee. I'm a huge fan. But I don't know. Maybe I should have found a better way to to express my thoughts on that. But let just let me say that I don't think he's necessarily guilty of doing anything illegal. Um, so there's, I don't think he deserved to be canceled. To be completely honest, James Charles is uh, exchanging lewd photos with kids underage, where the age of consent is not. You know, where the age of consent is 18 and they are under 18 and he's not being canceled. He's still talking to his sisters. He's still getting deals with Chipotle. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, sorry, it's not a laughing matter. I'm just laughing at the way I said Chipotle. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think Chris Leah deserved to be canceled the way he did, but nevertheless, I digress, man. Let's uh, move on to the actual topic at hand. I just wanted to clear that up. Um, Chris D'Elia is back. He just posted a new episode to his podcast. I think it was yesterday. He hasn't done the podcast. I think the episode before that said nine months ago. I went back and looked at it. And uh, it was a good episode. He, it was funny, man. He acted like his usual self. It was like the old Chris D'Elia. Like we had the apology video, which was the only thing that we got, we had gotten from him in like eight or nine months. And it was just him you know, really sort of emotional and trying to explain the situation and everything. But with the podcast, we definitely got some better content, to say the least. Uh, you know, all the allegations and accu accusations aside, we got a good podcast from him. We got the old funny Crystalia for this episode. And he said a few things in the podcast that I wanted to touch on. Some that have to do with the, the cancellation, some just dealing with him as a person and how I really related to some things that he said. We'll talk about the uh, the cancellation things first. It's a little less heavy. Uh, he made a statement, and I'm going to be paraphrasing basically throughout the rest of this topic, but uh, he brought up how his friends sort of, sort of just bailed on him, man, when he got canceled. I was like, and I could... Uh, I could see where he's coming from. It's like he's been friend with... I. He didn't say any names, but I think he was talking about Whitney Cummings being one, uh, maybe Joe Rogan, because he didn't really say anything about it, but I don't think that's bad. Uh, Joe Rogan sometimes is a lot smarter when he doesn't say anything. Um, maybe, maybe Theo Vaughn, but Theo Vaughn didn't really say anything bad about him. Um, Brian, I've heard that Brian Callen sort of acts like Chris Leah doesn't even exist anymore, <laughs> uh, especially right now because the allegations about him uh, possessing child pornography of that girl. Uh, Brian Callen's name was brought up in the situation. So he's probably distancing himself, I would imagine. But yeah, man, he posted a podcast. He just talked about normal stuff, made references to to movies, and it was cool. It was really cool to see that. Um, but, but yeah, when he said that his friends sort of just turned on him and then he also said that there were friends that really stuck by him and that's really awesome too. Um, but yeah, it just had me thinking, man, like who's, who's going to be there for me when I really need them? 
when I feel like I don't have anybody, you know what I mean? I think a lot of people can think like that. But yeah, uh, just a really, really sad situation altogether. I just wish he wouldn't have been in those situations. That way we would just have the normal, authentic Chris Leah, which we got with that podcast, the newest episode of con- Congratulations. Uh, I think it was episode 177, if you want to watch it. Super funny. Uh, you know, again, I'm not saying that anything that he did was okay, and I'm not saying that he's guilty of anything either, so don't jump down my throat. So I'm not making any accusations or uh, decisions, I guess. But it was just really cool, the really human moments that we got out of this podcast. I, and we wouldn't have gotten those moments without the cancellation either. Uh, that's, I guess, a good way to think about it. He wouldn't have said these things if he would have never gotten canceled. He's always sort of just goofy. You know, he used to some. He used to sort of like come at people <laughs> a little bit on this podcast. But yeah, it was really cool. Some really humane moments. Uh, the other one, the one that let me put my jacket back on. I'm getting cold now. Not as heated anymore. Oh shit! Just a little side story. I told my friend. I was doing this podcast. <laughs> He's a real funny dude. He don't watch podcasts a whole lot. And he was like, podcast? I thought that's what old people do. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. It's like a lot of people have podcasts, but whatever. Uh, the other thing that Chris Leah said that I really wanted to touch on was he talked about his son. Uh, his son is actually a little bit younger than my son. I thought that was a little... A little weird to think about. Um, he is in his 40s. I believe he's 40, 40, 41, 42, something like that. And he has a son. I think he said he is about to turn one. I could be wrong about that, but it's somewhere in that area. I just know he was younger than my son, who is currently one year and two months old, going on one year and three months old. It's like he's quite a bit older than me, and and his son's younger than me. I thought that was sort of a crazy like reality check for me um but he made a couple things he said a couple of things about his relationship with his son and one of the big ones that really struck me was that he would be doing stuff like his podcast and he couldn't stop thinking about his son i thought that was really sweet uh all all the you know all the controversies and everything aside i just thought that was a really sweet thing He's he was like he just couldn't stop thinking about his son even while he was just doing the podcast. I thought that was really nice, and I'm the same way. If I go too long, like I was at the bar, the bar the other night, and I caught myself sort of randomly thinking about Landis, and I was like, I sort of felt bad for not thinking about him more while I was out, sort of uh, uh, splurging and enjoying myself, and uh, yeah. Definitely a relatable thing if you're if you're not a parent and you know if you're going to be a parent soon that's super relatable and if you have kids already I just thought that was really nice man it's like a lot of times we look at these celebrities and everything it's like almost like fictional characters in a way almost like they're not humans and that sounds bad but but the way that I'm thinking of it is almost like the way we think of superheroes. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be completely honest. If I was ever to meet Justin Bieber, I'd probably, like, freak out. 
You know what I mean? And I, I'm not. I'm not saying that like. I should have used a better example. Fuck. Um, but I'm saying that the level of success that he's gotten to and like the the places that he's been in in his career, like he can't even go outside without. It's really sad. I was like watching paparazzi videos and the man can't even walk to his car without being, you know, stalked and it just sucks. It kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I'll ever get to that level. Just being completely honest, but uh, yeah, I just felt really kind of bad for him. But anyway, it's like, like I was saying, it's like we think of these celebrities as almost like superhero sort of fictional people you know what i mean yeah it's just and to see him sort of have like a really human moment like that was really nice really uh genuine moment from a father you know what i mean so yeah that was a that was nice i like how we ended it right there let's leave it at that definitely uh you know if you're curious go check out episode 177 of the congratulations podcast with chris D'Elia. Uh, but not until you're done watching this episode. We still got a few minutes left. I don't know what to talk about. Talk to, I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other stuff. Uh, dead air like a motherfucker. Let me see if I can think of like some recommendations. Someone's calling me. Sorry, guys. Um, what else can we do? What else can we? Do? I don't know. Genuinely, I don't know. Um, woman, sorry guys, give me just a second. All right, sorry about that, guys. Uh, yeah, let me know what you guys want to see in the future episodes of this podcast. I want to keep doing them. They're a lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie, I get super nervous before I'm about to come out here and start recording hella nervous uh just because i'm not used to it but like after the first couple of minutes fuck can't even talk see what i mean after the first couple of minutes that like uh i just get real comfortable and sort of just talk out loud that might get me in some trouble not gonna lie i uh i have strong opinions about some things but let me know what you guys want to see in the future episodes, man. I'm going to end this one a little bit early because I don't have a whole lot of stuff to talk about. I've been trying to, like, research and come up with stuff that I should talk about. But, uh, you know, hour-long podcast. Only so much things we can cover. But, yeah. What are we at? 55 minutes is close to an hour. We ended at 57 last time. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. Where else do we go from here? Uh, yeah, it's your boy, Alex Tyler Myers. This is episode two of the ATM podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys uh, got triggered with me. hope you guys got heated with me. Uh, all you Eminem fans and out, out there. And yeah, again, I hope you guys like the podcast. And I will see you next week for episode three. I want to keep these going. Keep them going strong. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. I appreciate you guys for watching or listening. Whatever. All right. Thanks, guys.